I won't even bother calling this a shower thought episode because, again, this is another one where I haven't come out of the shower. I was actually just meditating, but prior to my meditation, well, several hours prior to my meditation, I was listening to one of the valuetainment episodes. Well, one of the value, the short valuetainment clips. I prefer the podcast because I'm just more of a long-form kind of guy. And strangely enough, that was kind of the subject of the episode. Well, subject of the clip, well, to a brief extent, because it was mostly Adam Susnick, Rolo Tomasi, and I don't know the name of the other guy he had on there, and forgive me, but I'm too lazy to look for their name, but I do think the context of what they were talking about was interesting. In addition to them bashing and being critical of woke culture, which is something I'm always excited about, because I think woke culture is a very pernicious and psychologically destructive phenomenon, there was a... There was something very interesting that the guest, along with Rolo Tomasi, discussed about how woke culture is kind of like the drug war in a sense that it needs an overlying and continuous narrative to keep going. And then they compared that to the sensation of television, of stream, television streaming. They basically said DirecTV, no, who said DirecTV shit? I think that no, I think that was Joe Rogan that said DirecTV is shit, which he is right about. But they were mostly talking about all those great Netflix and Prime shows that you love, and that's they're not bashing the shows. There's so much as being critical of the phenomenon, the phenomenal effect they've had on a populace, where they need to keep the story going to some extent. Now that doesn't mean that these shows are going to go on forever. I mean, they have an ending, but because they've been going, they've been happening for so long, and they've become they've been. Now, they've been written so well, which is not a travesty. I mean, good creative material is a blessing in the sky when there's so much shit out there. But what was interesting was that the long-form aspect of television kind of gives it an addictive quality where there's a greater ch- You prefer to watch episode after episode where you satisfy this need for a long-form narrative that never necessarily stops as opposed to watching a two-hour film. And that, that, that did make me think very hard about lately because I've lately kind of broken my no-binging rule, in a sense. I mean, I haven't been watching... I've been watching, like... A, I, I watched all eight episodes of Invincible last week, and I didn't watch a movie in the middle. And although it's just one season... And in the past, I used to do it season after season for a lot of the shows. The fact that I broke that I that even after that, I felt a sense of that emptiness. And even now, I kind of have that same feeling after watching after watching the the, the whole six episodes of the the BBC the I think it's BBC the series The Night Manager with Tom Hiddleston and Hugh Laurie. And even though that was short, and I actually thought it was a limited series. Well, technically it is because. It did come to an end. It, they were planning. They they recently talked about having a second season, but even now that idea is kind of up in the air. I'm glad it ended the way it did, and with the first season ending the way it did, it did it ended in a way where it can be definitive, or maybe there's open there's open questions for potential episodes in the future. I don't know, but again, I still felt a sense of emptiness, and you don't get that from a movie but because these shows have that effect on us that overlying desire for our narrative that ne- doesn't necessarily stop it's kind of depressing when you look at it because it ultimately says that 
not I mean in addition to our attention spans being severely depleted with the implementation of of smartphone technology and how distracting that has been from a dopa, dopaminergic standpoint it just makes me it kind of just made me kind of a little sad because right now I'm currently watching natural born killers and yet I've paused it so many times and I don't really do that with television shows as much and I just found with Adam Susnick and Rollo Tomasi and the unnamed guests that obviously introduced the idea were discussing. And it was interesting to talk about it in, re- in regards to the similarities it has with woke culture and, and the drug war. I mean, there is no defin in a sense, there is no definitive end to those things because it seems like both those, that movement and the drug war, the conflict, don't necessarily have an ultimate aim. I mean, you can't exactly, it's kind of like the war on terror itself. You can't wage a war on terror when terror is an abstract concept. And a war on drugs, I mean, people are always going to find a way to get drugs. And the woke culture, I mean, if their plan is to promote inclusivity, even though that's already happened, and eradicate discrimination, well, good luck with that, because there's always going to be hatred. I mean, you can't have luck love about hatred or some form of discriminate prejudice i mean otherwise it's kind of like the pleasure versus pain argument you can't have pleasure if there's no pain otherwise you wouldn't be able to tell the difference now with obviously the television shows that's a whole different subject matter i mean there are some similarities because there have been great shows that have only had a limited amount of a lot of a limited amount of seasons sorry tongue twist there and whether it's a, a, a current tv show or even an anime because when it comes to anime, there are a lot of great animes out there with, a, with loads of episodes. And even if they're not dominated by filler arcs, I still prefer the shorter animes as opposed to the longer ones. I mean, I think the 26 anime episode format is the safest bet of them all. I don't know why they go 26. That's just, not, I don't know, I can't understand. If anybody knows, please feel free to comment. But I prefer that because it's more digestible and it seems more balanced even, especially from a writing perspective, because they're able to tackle the, the main aspects of the show to a much more balanced degree. And I won't, I won't deny that some shows, even with the 26-episode format, do have some filler, but I've always, experienced, I've always found that those filler episodes are far more enjoy, enjoyable than a lot of the crap that a lot of great, great animes with a massive amount of episodes fill you with i mean i don't think i'll ever watch naruto i've seen some episodes i tried to get into the show i mean i love i love the concept i think it's brilliant but when it has so many filler episodes that that dominate the show and even bog it down to the point where even the main point of the show gets lost in the middle of it you just realize to yourself that it's kind of point that it's kind of depressing same goes with bleach and i mean i heard bleach is returning but i lost interest in that show because of its filler problems as well, which is the same reason. But again, it has to have an overlying narrative, and with the more mainstream shows, because they did in that, that valuetainment clip, they did bring up shows like Ozark, Breaking. I think they no, they didn't bring up Breaking Bad. No, they brought up Stranger Things, and I doubt. I mean, those shows are considered well, well written. They're very respected, and they did. Ha- I mean, Ozark already came to an end, so it did have a conclusion. But the fact that 
they have this ability to cripple our psyche to an extent where we just prefer a narrative that never, where we feel a sense of emptiness, where once we've actually finished either a whole season, which we binged over a short period of time, or even the entire show, which most people often rewatch the previous episodes so they can re-catch up to what, to the time span between the previous season and the current season. That is something to be aware of because I think that that itself can be dangerous to cinema because, and I think even one alarm of that was the fact that three years ago, Martin Scorsese, nearly three years ago, Martin Scorsese's film, The Irishman, which is a crime drama, was put on Netflix, which made no sense to me. I mean, for starters, the fact that a studio didn't want to take a risk with Martin Scorsese, especially in the area that he operates best in, crime dramas, gangster crime dramas. You'd think they would have given him a theatrical release, but he obviously he felt he had more creative reach with Netflix, and obviously that was a smarter option, because if he has more creative liberty to it, attached to his project, then it's probably the best option he has available. But still, the fact that, they, that it's put on a platform, you can press pause and go to it later, the same way you can with a show, but there's a better chance that the show will get more of your attention, and then hence potentially leave you empty empty at the end of it is very detrimental to the as to the very core of what I've seen in cinema because I haven't been to the movies in a long time that's just bad timing but I still love the ability of watching a movie in the theater I mean the last movie I saw in the theater was the Batman and I felt it was a transformative experience and I've mentioned the Batman in prior episodes of this podcast plenty of times but still it's because I love that film a lot I mean, it's probably one of the best films I've seen in a very long time. And yeah, that's the that's the Batman fanboy me talking. But anyway, these are just my thoughts on, well, quasi-shower meditation thoughts, whatever you want to call them. I don't know if I would call these, like give the, the sequence of episodes a, a name. I mean, what, I mean, we could, I think if I'm just really going for it, shit that comes out of my ass episodes, whatever you want to call it. Anyway, I hope you all enjoyed this brief quasi-meditative ass-popping segment of the podcast. Check out the sponsors of Anchor where you can create your own podcast for free and have it distributed across the multiple platforms, whether it be Apple, Spotify, Fountain, which is actually the secondary uh, secondary sponsor of this podcast where I've mentioned before in previous episodes you can earn Bitcoin just by listening to other podcasters. That's right. That's their newest feature and probably the one of the obviously the better one because yeah you can stream sats to your favorite creators but hell you're still being the fact that you could be rewarded for listening to them alone is a deal is is basically is a reason to switch to fountain as opposed to listen to your favorite podcasts on apple or spotify although i do still have spotify for joe rogan which is fucking incredible anyway hope you all enjoyed the show till next time (laughs) 